My name is Ashley, and my partner is in recovery for addiction. It's hard to find others like myself, but we're out there with a story to be heard. This is mine, and this is Ashley Speaks Up. Hello, everyone. Long time, no talk. (laughs) I just thought I would take some time to make another podcast episode um, by myself this week, and this is one on self-reflection. So let's get to it. Yeah, so as I said this week, um, I just decided to make one on my own because, you know, I don't know if you've been following with the uh, Speak Up Together ones, but me and James were going to do one together, but we just so happened to start doing that at a time where he got very busy with work. So (laughs) I don't know when we're going to come back with that one because things have just been so busy, like I said, both with his work and then with just things we've been doing outside of that in our own personal lives, things over the weekend now that things are finally opening back up a little bit. So yeah, this is just me this week and I figured I would do a topic of self-reflection. So for me, self-reflection is good because there's this notion sometimes where like, okay, I'm going to start bettering myself and I'm going to do the work. I'm going to sit down and you know, really focus and take an inventory of what I need to do and all this stuff. And that's great. But there is, like I said, the notion that once you do that, you might think that you are done. (laughs) You know, I used to think that a long time ago, like, okay, you know, I did the work and I feel a lot better. And I guess that's just it, you know, like I might have a couple little bumps here and there, but you know, and for the most part that is true, but there are still times where I feel like it is really good to have that self-reflection, to sit down and really take an inventory of how I'm doing, even though I might have done what I think is the majority of my inner work, you know, a while ago, like back in 2019. um, Before that point, I had done, you know, little things to better myself here and there to try to, you know, get a handle on my emotions and my mental state (laughs) as a whole, you know, with dealing with his addiction. And I you know, had gone back and, and, you know, to my childhood, you know, trying to figure out like how or why I was the way I was. And, you know, and and then all that helped, you know, that was really good to do that. But the thing is, I would mostly focus on that when he would go to rehab. And, you know, rehab was probably, I don't know, about 30 days or so, sometimes even less if he did, you know, less of a rehab stay or just did detox. And it would be really good for the time that he was gone because I knew that he was in a safe space and I finally had the time to focus on myself. And, you know, I would do the inner work things there, you know, the self-care, taking inventory, all that. But then as soon as he came back, I would just kind of go back into my own, um, cycle of things you know like I would get I would kind of fall back into old habits and you know old ways of thinking and stuff because it was really easy to do that if I didn't have a proper foundation of things you know I wasn't doing it long enough to actually have it stick so it would be really easy like oh, okay you know like I did that while I was gone you know it's fine now and then I would get right back into you know being crazy and emotional and not thinking straight which would then you know lead up to the decline of both of our lives into another cycle of him leaving again to go to rehab. (laughs) So I'm sure a lot of you could probably relate to that. But in 2019, that was when I was like, enough, you know, I finally had enough. I can't do this anymore. Obviously something isn't working because I had done, you know, everything I could up to that point. I tried different things, this and that, you know, detoxing him at home and, and, you know, going 
complete silence and kicking him out and not talking to him. And I'm just like, why is nothing working? Well, that was because the only thing I wasn't doing was actually putting in the time to, you know, put my attention on myself and actually have it stick and continue and, you know, not just give up on doing that when I thought that I was done. So once I did that, um, that I feel like was the majority of things. And it, it wasn't even that heavy of a workload, so to speak. You know, like I wasn't, um, I didn't feel like I had like a ton of stuff like, you know, we're going to journal every day and get to the bottom of this and I'm going to meditate twice a day and I'm going to do all these, you know, it wasn't like a huge lifestyle change or a huge amount of, of, you know, writing things out or actual, you know, focused work. It was mostly just a change of mindset, you know, like it was just the mindset of, I just need to think a different way, you know, like I just need to be more positive and more hopeful and imagine and think about the life that I want to have instead of just giving up and resigning to my victimhood of, oh my gosh, my life is just going to be difficult. He's always going to struggle with his addiction and all that stuff. It was just mostly a mindset thing. And so once I had that, you know, it was easy to kind of write and do journaling things and focus things after that but it wasn't like this huge like burden of work that I had to do it started out with like I said the mindsets the thinking the habits of thoughts and things like that belief systems and then after that it was I was able to focus on that through journaling and meditation and stuff and whatever I thought was appropriate at the time Um, but just whenever I felt like I needed it And it wasn't anything specific, you know, like I would just kind of go with whatever I was feeling. Sometimes I would like to read a book about something that would help me, you know, about um, being more mindful or it was listening to a podcast about somebody who, you know, trying to bring more positive aspects to their lives or maybe just a book about habits or I'm kind of a big book reader, but, (laughs) you know, so it was it when you're trying to get into a place of self-improvement, self-reflection, at least for me, it's not really like this huge thing. It's not this huge daunting task like we can make ourselves believe that it is. And so I just want to, you know, point that out. Like, at least for me, it was not like that. And I feel like for the majority of people, it isn't like that. But we kind of work ourselves up to think that it is, which kind of like puts it off, you know, kind of like working out. You know, you think like, oh, you know, if I want to lose weight, I need to like work out six days a week and you know only eat healthy food you know salads and smoothies and I can never have a donut again and it becomes this huge daunting thing like why would you want to do that like I wouldn't look forward to that I wouldn't want to do that but when you start to think of like the benefits of it and realize that it doesn't have to be like zero to a hundred right away it makes it more manageable like you know maybe just cut some stuff out here and there and then work out work up to exercising or whatnot um so yeah so self-reflection i mean i did that whole thing and now i feel like for the most part i am doing really well overall but there are some times where i do feel like i'm kind of stuck in a rut so to speak where i'm like okay you know like things are way better than they were you know like i don't like going back there i don't really have that great of a memory of everything in the past anyways but like you know like I just know that there are so many things that I could be grateful for now but why am I still having problems you know with just having days where I just feel like blah or just having days where I'm just 
extra irritable for some reason. And I know that everybody goes through phases like this, you know, but I like to try to find out if there is an underlying cause too, you know, because sometimes you can just brush them off and just feel like, okay, you know, maybe I just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. But there are also other times where it's a for example, recently I went through a little, I don't know, I feel like calling it an episode, it makes it sound a lot more dramatic and serious, but I did go through a little cycle where um, I kind of felt like I was just frustrated by how things just felt very repetitive, which is weird because I am a person who really likes schedules and for things to be predictable, but I was frustrated with how, you know, I would get up in the morning and be super tired and then go to work and it was the same thing at work every day. I would come home, we would have the same schedule where I would work out and then I would make dinner, we would eat dinner, hang out for a little bit, our daughter would go to bed and then a little while after we would go to bed too. And there's nothing wrong with that but for some reason I just picked out that as being like an issue and I, you know, wanted to figure out why exactly I was having that issue. You know, like there's nothing inherently wrong with this schedule and I have found joy in that before. I don't know why I'm going through this. And after a little bit of introspection, I had realized that it was actually from something else. I was just frustrated by some um, other part of my life and that was just bleeding out into everything and just kind of tainting everything. You know, I'm like, I really don't have any reason to be irritated at this. It's kind of like, when I, you know, I wake up on the wrong side of the bed, I'm tired, and I just start snapping at everybody. Like, they didn't actually do anything wrong, and there was nothing that, you know, they actually did that was worthy of that, you know, but it was just me finding an outlet for my irritability and my, you know, tiredness, and it would just come out in those ways. So it's kind of like that, you know, it's, you know, it might not be the same for everybody, but that's just how I work, and that's how... I identify problems within myself. So in terms of the whole idea, the topic of this episode, the whole self-reflection idea, um, I did write some notes on how this relates to me outside of just that little example that I gave you. So for me, I feel like it's a good way of finding out how to improve. So for me, I'll just use that example from before. I had to figure out a way for me to improve my life because it wasn't working the way that it was because I was stuck in that rut, you know? Like I needed to figure out a way to get past that, work through it and figure out how to get back to my normal state of just, you know, being pretty chill and overall content with things. And so I was able to, you know, sit and focus on what was good in my life, you know? Like I I would just focus on the things that I was appreciative of, you know, the fact that we have our own place to live now on our own. And, you know, we have our own space and just the little things in our place that make me happy, you know? Like I went and bought um, a couple of bouquets of flowers. Well, not bouquets, because that kind of makes it sound huge. They were just little, small little arrangements of singular flowers that I put together. And I, because I really like having fresh flowers, especially after I clean, I just like having them sitting out on the counter, you know, little things like that, or just being thankful that I have a car to drive to work in, and that I don't get any traffic on my way to work, either way, like, either to there or from there, because the way, or the, the city that I live in is opposite to where most people go, um, for traffic, it sounds kind of confusing, but basically, no traffic, 
And, you know, just little things like that where I would focus on things that I'm thankful for and appreciative of because when you're in a bad mood or just in a bad season, it's really easy to focus on all the negative things because that's just what you're focused on. I'm already in a bad mood. This thing is irritating me. Oh, no, this thing's irritating me. Oh, look, another thing. This thing is also irritating me. And you can just like go downhill from there and your bad mood will just get worse and worse and worse and worse. And then you're like, why am I like this? So, you know, kind of like with the addiction. Oh, you know, he has problems with substances and then it goes from there. Oh, you know, we're never going to have any money and we're never going to, you know, live on our own or we're never going to get married and then things are going to be like this forever. And you, you just get in this huge tornado of really depressing things and beliefs that you then, you know, because you think about them so long, you just start to believe them and you're like, no, there's no way things can change. So it's like that. You know, you gotta I focused on the good things and you know, that's kind of what you gotta do. You gotta focus on the good things, things to be appreciative of. And um, I find that the more specific you are, if you are in the right state of mind, you know, if you're already in a bad mood and you try to get specific, it's gonna be really hard. But once you've already gone through the general things, like I'm thankful, you know, to be, to have a job. I'm thankful to have my own place to live. It's, it's better to be more specific once you get into that and you're kind of like feeling it. And you're like, I am happy that, you know, I get to bring my daughter to work every day. I am thankful that, you know, this, 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 whatever, specific things about the more general things that you've already, you know, noticed your appreciation for. But like I said, if you're in a bad mood and you try to do that, it's not going to work, so don't fight it. <laughs> but it does help when you're already in that groove. Um... So for me, um, I have these characteristics about myself that I've noticed come into play a lot of the time and I'm still working on them, you know, because there are some things where like you work on them and you feel better and then they might pop up again. And there are some things that you work on and then you feel like it's not really an issue anymore. But for me, I have a list of things that I feel like I need to change just because not because like anybody has told me this but just because I feel like I feel better when I don't focus so much on them and I'd want to try to you know like integrate with them and you know find a way to to uh, balance those characteristics in my overall life so I'll give you one for an example I have a habit of um, focusing a lot on financials you know like how much money is coming in how much money we're spending and while that on its own is, you know, I feel like that's responsible. It's good to be cognizant of, you know, your financial um, goals and your financials overall. But for me, I kind of take it a step too far, you know, like, okay, I used to have like a separate account for just groceries and a separate account for bills and a separate account for this and that or whatever. And it just got to the point where it, like stressed me out because I would be so concerned if it went under a certain limit when this limit that it went under was just some random number that I came up with in my head. Well, you know, I think that's a good number. And I would just, it, it was just this really stressful thing that I had entirely created on my own. And for what? For nothing. Like just another metric to stress myself out about. And, you know, I, I have since then gotten rid of all those extra accounts and things are working just fine. <laughs> but, you know, it's just little things like that where I will stress excessively over something that is not worthy of that much stress and so you know I do notice that um, when I'm in a bad mood that I will focus a lot on that too whereas when I'm you know healthy and I'm taking care of myself and I'm leveled out and balanced I don't stress about that stuff as much I will 
you know, be a lot more um, able to kind of like go with the flow of what's going on. So another example for that. Um, let's say that we have a grocery budget of $100 every week to buy groceries. I notice that if I am in a bad place, I will focus on that. And if we go even a cent over the $100 budget, I will immediately start a downhill slide. I will start focusing on everything that I think might be going wrong in my life. And it is just all downhill from there. Whereas if I feel like I am balanced, you know, if we do go over that, you know, in any amount, it's fine. You know, like, oh, well, you know, I'll start to think, well, we, we must have needed that. You know, it's fine. It's not a big deal. You know, this is, doesn't happen all the time. We're, we're fine. You know, the budget is just a guide of, you know, just to keep me from buying a bunch of extra stuff for no reason. You know, everything's going to work out. And it just like it makes a huge difference. You know, I can really see it. And it, stuff like this even happens like when I'm hungry. If I'm hungry and I put off eating too long, I will, again, start the downhill slide. And as soon as I eat, I pick right back up and I feel a lot better. But just having the ability to notice things like that, like the different aspects of myself, like on one hand, you know, the financial aspect of me being a little bit too overbearing and stuff, but also noticing and knowing about myself that if I get too hungry, that I can also start freaking out and being stressed out about things that are not important. You know, having the ability to be aware of those things is like the first step. Like that's like the number one thing that can save me because as long as I'm aware of it, then I know when I'm doing it, then I can eat and then I'm able to start the path to get to a more leveled out and balanced place. And so, you know, I have a, a couple other things, you know, that off the top of my head that I can think of that, you know, I would want to focus on changing, which is like planning out my life, you know, like I'm very big on planning and it's good to have a schedule of things, you know, it's good to have an idea of what you want to do, you know, in the day or, you know, this weekend or whatever, like that's fine. Some people are just like that, like me. But there are also people like me who take that a step too far, you know, and then if anything even deviates from the schedule, like we were supposed to leave at 10 a.m. and it is now 10, 15 and the whole day is ruined and it'll just it'll stress me out to no end. And it's really funny because my partner is not like that at all. You know, like he is more easygoing and spontaneous and I envy that about him. But, you know, we kind of keep each other on track, you know, like I help him to be a little bit more on schedule and stuff, but he helps to remind me that you know, it's not the end of the world if we are a couple minutes late to what I had planned. <laughs> so it's little things like that, like I said, good to be aware of to make sure that you are, you know, healthy and balanced and on the way to being your best self at any given time. So let me see. I have notes, but I don't know. They're mostly just little talking points, but I do have something else that I was going to talk about. So for self-reflection, um, I don't really think that there is one way to do that successfully, you know, like, oh, well, you know, if you were really serious, you're only going to do it this one way. No, I have a couple things that work for me, but there are also things that, you know, I haven't tried, haven't heard of, or that don't work for me that might work for you. You know, it's not, like I said, one end all be all thing. And, you know, if you're really so serious about self-reflection, you would journal every day. No, but there are a couple things that have helped me like, um, journaling. I do like journaling and it it kind of fluctuates based on what it is I'm doing or how I'm feeling. Sometimes it'll be like more of a diary type entry, 
you know, like, this is how I was feeling today, and I think this is why I'm feeling that way, and blah, 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 blah. Sometimes it'll be more of like, uh, just like a list, like, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, jot out some things that I'm thankful for right now. And, you know, like I said, it'll just vary depending on what I need, and sometimes I'll just write without any specific goal in mind. Now, some other things that I've done, um, I've also had times where I meditated. I am not super into that right now, only because I feel like my schedule does not really comfortably allow for it, which saying that kind of sounds like an excuse, but hear me out. So I read somewhere that it is good to start your day with meditating, 10 to 15 minutes. I don't have a problem with that. What I do have a problem with is the fact that I wake up really early. So if I sit still for 30 seconds, I'm going to immediately get tired and everything is going to be derailed for that morning. So I figured out that I cannot do that. Um, And it's not even like a, a deal of like, oh, well, I should just go to bed earlier. No matter what I do, I will wake up tired. It's just how it goes. So there's that. I have tried to do it throughout the day and that sometimes works. It's not for very long though. And as soon as I sit to do that, then I have to do something, you know, like I I could have nothing to do and then I'll sit down to do that and then a million things pop up. And then I tried to do that at night, but I feel like, I don't know, I'm sure that's probably an excuse, but it's just one of those things where like, I just know it's not jiving with me right now. I will sit and, you know, try to do that as much as I can. But if I, if I know it's not working with me and I try to force myself to do it, it's just not going to happen. So Right now, meditating is just not clicking and that's okay. You know, like you just have to go with what works for you. If you sit and you try to force yourself to do it, it's just going to start to create problems and it's just going to cause issues that you did not have before. (laughs) It's kind of that, you know, whole uh, perfectionism thing. Well, oh, well, I should meditate. No, it's okay. We can chill on that. Something else is just to relax. Just have downtime. A little bit different than meditating because, you know, meditating, you're still doing something. You're still actively trying to clear your mind and focus. But relaxing in downtime, I have a huge issue with actually being able to do that. It's just hard, you know, like if I sit down, I'm like, well, I could be cleaning something or I could be organizing something or I could be doing something else. But I guess I really do need to focus on that more. And so I'm trying to do that, trying to help myself to get into a pattern of being comfortable and allowing myself to relax, to realize that that is not a bad state to be in. And I feel like I was kind of forced into that the last couple weeks because I had my wisdom teeth taken out, which caused me to be loopy the day of. And then also I just kind of had to take it easy for a couple days. I was not allowed to work out, which was really hard because that is part of my schedule. So to not do that was really difficult for me and also just like chilling you know like I could not do a whole lot because I was really afraid of getting dry socket you know like you can't do things that elevate your heart rate or might dislodge whatever's repairing itself in there (laughs) so and plus I was really swollen my my face got really swollen for a couple days and then after all that I had to go back in and they you know like um reopened the wounds without getting too, you know, technical and gory, but because they had a a couple things to kind of fix up. And so then I was out for another week. (laughs) My face got puffy again and I had to, you know, take a lot of time to relax and not really do a whole lot. And I was really tired because of the pain meds as they were giving me. And so, yeah, that kind of forced me into some relaxation. And I, you know, I had to be okay with it because, you know, what else was I going to do? So I am trying to continue that sort of 
momentum of relaxation and stuff and just realize that like I'm already doing a lot I do not need to work myself up by trying to do everything I am allowed to sit and you know mess around on my phone for a little bit or whatever you know like it's fine I don't have to be cleaning things at all times or figuring out what I'm going to do next there is beauty in relaxation so yeah just I don't know I am just going to wrap it up now I think because I don't know I'm a little I'm a little uh out of the rhythm of podcasting because I have not done one by myself in a very long time. I think the last one I did was the end of last year, like August or something. I don't even know. But I just wanted to come on here and, you know, just speak on a a topic that I feel like I haven't done in a while, um, at least not through blogging. And I just think it's something that we can all benefit from, you know? And just with like things as a whole, you know, like I don't want any specific topic of my blog or my podcast or or the podcast that we do together to be so focused on just addiction or how his addiction related to me or whatever because I've I have noticed that while you can talk about it a lot you know I can talk about how it affected me and how you know I live now with it and everything like that's all well and good but I don't want that to be the sole focus of what I talk about because as somebody who has a partner who has addiction that I don't want my life to be only that. I thought that my life had to be that for the longest time. Only that. You know, that was the the front and center focus of everything. It's just his addiction and how it related to me. But I like I said I have expanded on that. I I'm realizing that there are so many different things that apply to so many different aspects of my life. Self-reflection, I reflected on myself and and how his addiction related to me and how I related to that and that's all well and good but now not so much you know now I still have you know the knowledge and the things that I've used for myself back then that I use now and it's not so heavily focused on his addiction anymore it's more just broad and stuff and how I live my life now and so I just want that to be a point you know like I sometimes I feel guilty for not talking about that as much like maybe I should talk more about his addiction and the things that I went through and and stuff maybe you know like I know I touch on it and I know that you know I bring it up as often as is comfortable and that it's relevant you know like comfortable as in like it doesn't seem forced but you know there's a whole other side to it too and I want that to be the primary focus you know like I know that we've all experienced very terrible stressful emotional things but I want to be the proof I guess that there is a life after that you know like you can go through all of these really tough things and still have a life on the other side you know for me I stayed with my partner and things are great but I know that's not the same for everyone but for me I want I just don't want it to be you know all of these very heavy-handed um very somber topics I want there to be positive ones too or just you know ones about like like this one self-reflection how it can apply to different things whether your partner is in active addiction or they're in recovery or you are just the average person who just wants to know another person's perspective on it you know so that's mainly the goal of this and so I don't know I just felt like it was worth mentioning you know like I want to be a positive example of things that could happen after you know like it doesn't have to be depressing all the time um it doesn't have to be depressing after. I don't have to fully identify 
with that anymore you know life is continually moving on and moving forward and i am just reporting things as i see fit you know if i have an idea that i wanted to write about i hope that it is something that clicks with somebody and i hope that i am doing right by my experiences so yeah as i said i'm still getting into the rhythm of podcasting and talking again so hopefully i did not say um too many times or any of my usual filler expressions but i hope that you enjoyed this and just like usual actually this was happy accident but i will end this on or end this with a quote i don't know who said this because it's just one of those quotes that i find that is just the quote itself without being um attributed to anybody in particular but it reads until you take the journey of self-reflection it is almost impossible to grow or learn in life and i really do agree with that because you know when you want to grow and move forward in your life you kind of have to understand where you are where you've been and what you want to change about that because if you don't acknowledge any parts of that how are you going to grow you know you just stay the same and you just think that you're fine staying the same that's all well and good but you're not really going to go anywhere different so if you do want to improve and you do want to move forward you kind of have to see your surroundings and get your bearings figure out where you're at see what it is that is working for you and what is not and take that into consideration to continue moving forward so i hope that you enjoyed this i will see you whenever i manage to get a couple minutes to sit and talk and i hope that you guys have a wonderful rest of your day